Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> of over 100 people therefore the vaccination mandate is going to be in january 4th uh, you either got to get vaccinated or get tested uh they're going to consult they're going to help you you're not you don't think this is right what are you doing about this yeah we are not going to comply with this mandate and we've already filed a federal lawsuit with the sixth circuit court of appeals to stop this mandate it is unconstitutional it is illegal it violates the original enabling act for osha it is it is completely anti-scientific as well it provides nothing in terms of uh, some sort of exception for natural immunity it makes no sense and this is coming from a person who's very pro-vaccine right i'm vaxxed my wife is vaxxed my parents are vaxxed i'm very pro-vaccination but this has nothing to do with that this is a crackdown on liberty by the biden administration i will note the irony of them suggesting that it's an emergency temporary measure but it only goes into place 60 days from now after the holidays when everybody will be getting together this has nothing to do with actually mitigating COVID and everything to do with top-down control by the biden administration frankly I wonder if Biden even thinks this is ever going to go into effect or whether it's just a PR ploy. What about the supply chain issue here? Because that it one third of the group that works for a big company with over 100 employees are not vaccinated. So they're not going to be able to go back to work probably unless they pay for their own testing every week, which many of them are not going to do. Trucker, truckers yeah, right. especially. Yeah. Yep, well, this is right. I mean, there's no exception in this OSHA rule for, for trucking. Right. If you think the supply chain problems are bad right now, wait until those exacerbate after this mandate kicks into place. Again, I, I think there are governors across the country who are standing up against it. Businesses like ours are going to stand up against it. Obviously, we are, we've are we already dedicated tens of thousands. Well, I'm sure we'll dedicate hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars to push this case as far as it needs to go in order to stop this mandate. Frankly, my only hope here is that not only does the Supreme Court stop the mandate, they end up actually rejecting the Chevron doctrine on its back. That would be the, the greatest epic fail and, and rake-stepping that you could imagine from the Biden administration. Well, the Biden administration says it's not a vaccine mandate because there is a testing option. Uh, and so that is the legal leg they're going to stand on. But when you read the 490 90-page OSHA uh, rule, essentially, one thing they hint at is it may apply to companies with more than 100 employees right now, but going forward, it sounds like they hint at they could change it to every business, regardless of the number of employees. This is right. They, they talk about when they make the rule permanent, possibly extending it to every single business. Also, by the way, getting rid of the option to test out. Right. So they, they say that maybe we'll get rid of that and we'll force you to vax. And, and again, there's no standard here by which we even can determine what fully vaxxed means. Right. They, they, they actually open the possibility to even after you're fully vaxxed, you have to mask up at work as well. They may change the type of mask that is necessary at work. I and mean, this is authoritarian stuff from an authoritarian White House. That's for sure. Well, we're officially here now. As of Friday last week. OSHA came out and announced that any company that has at least 100 employees must have all employees vaccinated by the 4th of January. Otherwise, you could face penalties and fines. That was Ben Shapiro that you heard in the beginning on Fox. He and his organization, The Daily Wire, are choosing to fight it legally, and a lot of people are. Now, I do agree with Ben on one thing. I'm not 100% sure myself if this is a PR stunt or if they're doing the same thing they did with evictions where 
They're going to let this play out in court knowing that they're going to lose ultimately. But while it's playing out in court, you're going to have a lot of businesses start to panic and freak out. And you're going to have people panic and freak out that they're going to lose their jobs. So you're going to force vaccinate people that generally wouldn't get vaccinated if there was no fear there. So he may get exactly what he wants out of this one way or the other, whether he loses in court or God forbid, if he actually wins in court and we all have that uh, to face, whether we're going to bend the knee and give in to the vaccine or we're going to be looking for employment elsewhere. I can assure you I will be testing until they tell me I got to go and I will be looking for employment elsewhere because I refuse to take that jab on my principles. I will stand up for what I believe in. It's interesting to me that we're having such a push. He's pushing so hard to get everybody vaccinated and he's using Anything that he can, you know, again, public-private partnership, socialism 101, but he's using anything at his disposal to make this happen this late in the game. COVID, for the most part, is about over. The fear for the majority of Americans is gone. They want to get on with their lives. They want to move away from this. We've been dealing with this for almost two years now. Everybody's sick and tired of it. Two years ago, in November, you were starting to hear the outbreak stories coming out of China. And everybody was like, oh, what's that? What's going on over there? It didn't have any real impact on us because it wasn't here yet. But we've been listening to COVID stuff for two years. Everybody's burnt out. Everybody wants to go back to normal. Why the push? There was also an article that came out, uh, the Epic Times, that two out of three COVID vaccines used in the U.S. dropped below 50% after six months. Uh, Moderna, Pfizer, Moderna seems to fear the best. Uh, It wanes off a lot slower than Pfizer, certainly a lot slower than Johnson & Johnson. That one seems to Drop pretty low after six months. You only have about 13% uh, effectiveness on that anymore. Pfizer after six months, 43%. And Moderna actually was holding pretty strong at 53% after six months. But you're pushing something so hard that is provable. It has limited protection. We're at the end of COVID. You have at least 80% of America vaccinated. And you... and. They just saw what they're going to do with the kids. They just made it available for kids to get shots now, which I don't even understand why you'd get your kid vaccinated for that. Kids' immune systems are so good, they don't need it. They're the least impacted by this. And I would say myself, and I'm not a doctor, but I would say myself knowing what the side effects are and the fact that the CDC said in trials there is shown to be some heart inflammation problems for the kids. I would venture to say you run a bigger risk of giving them the shot than not giving them the shot. That's at least my opinion. But I don't understand why he's pushing so hard at the end of this. The only thing that comes to mind is that this is all that administration has. They got nothing else. They got failed borders. They got a failed economy. Inflation's on the rise. Gas is just, gas is going to be, gas is going to be a nightmare. Uh, I, I actually just tweeted out an article that I read today that Biden, even with gas prices the way they are, is considering shutting down Line 5, another pipeline that brings petroleum in uh, from the Canadian side. And if he does gas prices, <laughs> you think it's bad now? Get ready. It's going to double in price. But it, it, that he's failed on that part of it. You failed uh, foreign policy. Everything that this man has done 
has been a disaster. So I think that potentially he's trying to, I guess, give himself a win or what he perceives as a win at the end of this. I'm not really sure what the motivation here is. Uh, Could it be money? Sure. I'm sure money's always a big determining factor in everything. So it could be money. I'm not 100% sure. He is going to face a lot of challenges. They're already begun. 27 states have filed a lawsuit against the Biden administration, Texas as well. Texas's attorney general actually slammed the Biden administration, saying that it's flatly unconstitutional uh, to federally mandate vaccinations through OSHA. Texas's attorney general, Ken Patton, actually petitioned for an emergency stay of the rule. Saturday, a three-judge panel with the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeal said that it was going to issue a stay because the petitions give cause to believe there are grave statutory and constitutional issues with the mandate. The court did not provide additional details for why it issued the stay, and they gave the Biden administration up until 5 o'clock today, being Monday, to respond. Biden did respond by saying people should not wait. The White House on Monday said you should move forward with President Joe Biden's vaccine and testing requirements for private businesses despite a federal appeals court ordering a temporary halt to the rules. Is there no law that the Biden administration won't break? First, you can't kick people out of your house, your property, because the CDC says you can't. Who the hell elected them? Now Joe Biden is going against our entire system and just saying, ignore the Fifth Circuit and just go ahead and do it anyways. It's amazing what these people get away with. It's amazing how much cover mainstream media runs for this administration. I always say this. I think everybody does. Can you imagine if it was, you know, the shoe was on the other foot? If it was Trump or any Republican for that matter, They would be getting crucified with mainstream media that, oh my God, Trump said to ignore the courts. He doesn't respect the law of the land. He doesn't respect the United States. Well, Joe Biden's administration certainly doesn't. They don't even care what the court says. Instead of saying, you know, we filed and we're challenging it and doing what's necessary. No, he just tells them, hey, ignore what they say and just move ahead. Keep pushing forward on his agenda because that's what he wants done. This administration is completely out of control and we, they need to be reined in. Joe Biden is just dumb. The people that work for him are just dumb. It's amazing that all this happens right in front of our eyes. And mainstream media is just MIA. Where are they? Something else they're MIA on. The Durham report. This has been going on forever. We've been waiting for something big to drop with the Durham report. I believe that we are finally on the verge of that. They are uncovering documents, and they've uncovered more and more with Deshenko, pointing towards Hillary Clinton, saying that Hillary Clinton and her accomplices fabricated the whole Russia collusion thing. She was actually doing what she was accusing Trump of doing. That way, she could smear him, and she could evade her own email scandal. (laughs) Lovely. What a lovely broad, huh? (laughs) Hillary Clinton just wanted the worst. She doesn't even get the title of you're just dumb. You're just plain evil. What was in the 39-page criminal indictment, it absolutely proves that they were false allegations against President Trump. Uh, Dechenko, who once worked as a liberal D.C. think tank, 
has ties to Hillary, and he is accused of lying to the FBI about his sources for disinformation. Uh, Deschenko himself asserted that the dossier is nothing more than gossip, rumors, and innuendo, some speculation. Shocker. Several of the phony stories intended to frame Trump for conspiring with the Russians appear to have emanated from longtime Clinton accolade by the name of Charles Dolan Jr., who is identified on page three in the indictment as the PR executive one, but whose role was confirmed by his lawyer. Mr. Dolan proved instrumental by feeding Dejanko hearsay and gossip for the Steele dossier. According to page 7 through 10 of the indictment, the Dolan-Dejanko duo are connected to the most salacious so-called PP tape involving lewd acts with prostitutes in the presidential suite at the Ricks Carlton in Moscow, which we all found out, you know, a good rumor or a good conspiracy is an unprovable one. They had no proof of any of this. It was just supposedly they're peeing in the bed. It was so stupid. It was just that that story was just dumb. But that that's their claim to fame was one of their biggest stories was the PP tape. Jesus. Uh, Dejanko is charged with repeatedly lying to the FBI by claiming that he never received any information for the dossier from Dolan. Dejanko also stands accused of lying to the FBI about conversations he claims to have had with another dossier source, Sergi Milan. So here's the good news. Good news is we're finally getting to the big fish. Hillary Clinton's name's finally involved. We see that she is, you know, all over the place with this. Her foundation's involved in this. What we really need to see is some of these people face the same penalties that an average American citizen would face if they did the same thing. Because this two-tier justice system crap doesn't work for me and it shouldn't work for you either. Bad news. We do have a two-tier justice system, so the chances of seeing anything happening to Hillary Clinton are probably not real great. And the other thing is, at the speed Durham is moving, by the time they get around to potentially even arresting Hillary for her involvement in any of this, there's a high probability that she'll be dead. So they really need to pick up the pace on this because Durham is taking his sweet time. I understand it takes a long time to put cases together, and I'm sure they're getting resistance every step of the way, but Jesus, can we move it just a little bit faster? Can we, you know, get out of the snail mail and at least get to regular mail? Because I know we're not getting to the express, but it would be nice. I mean, the theme of today is kind of what the media won't say, I guess. Another uh, story that you certainly aren't going to hear anywhere in mainstream media back in uh, during the election, they suppressed this harder than anything possible. You know James O'Keefe from Project Veritas, excuse me. He, uh, his home was raided as well as other members of his organization home was raided by the FBI in the middle of the night. They are looking for a certain item, something that is probably of great value to Joe Biden at the current time because it has some real damning things in it. Ashley Biden, Joe Biden's youngest daughter, which... Did anybody even know this man had a daughter? (laughs) I mean, until that was mentioned in late 2020, I didn't even know he had a daughter. This story got suppressed 
massively. You didn't really hear anything about it. But anyways, his daughter, his youngest daughter, uh, allegedly left a diary behind in a hotel. Some of the people that found the diary uh, supposedly contacted O'Keefe, letting him know what they found. It's my understanding by all the different articles and what O'Keefe said himself that they did not run the story. The diary was handed over to whoever it needed to be handed over to, and that was it. Well, apparently not, because finally some of the stuff that was in that diary is starting to break loose and come out. Uh, In the diary, Ashley Biden claims to have taken showers inappropriately with her father. She also claims to have been sexually assaulted and she complained in that diary about how Joe Biden mistreated Hunter in Hunter's affairs, Hunter's money, everything with that. So this is now his own daughter accusing him of pedophilia. We know that the congresswoman's niece came out and there was footage of it when he pinched a little girl's chest. Uh, She came out and said something about that. That story got squashed as fast as they could possibly squash it. That would be another one. Joe Biden in his unnatural, creepy way with children, all of it, if it's not painting a picture for you, uh, Joe Biden's son's Why are they all strung out on drugs? You know, he always talks about his other son. My son was in the military. He was a military man. Yeah, and he was also dishonorably discharged for things that he did in the military. So you're you're acting like he was a great military soldier. He's probably another dirtbag, just like your other boy. And I don't know about your daughter, but definitely you. And I'm sure your wife too, because I got to be honest. When things like that go on in someone's house, don't tell me. That one parent remains blind to that fact that they are ignorant to it and they don't have any idea, not even a little idea to even look into it. Okay. Your daughter's in the shower and your husband's in there with her. Yeah. I got a daughter. That's a no all day, every day, yesterday and tomorrow. (laughs) That, That was never the only time that I could say a father can take a shower is when Mom's passing you the baby because the baby's got poop all over herself and you're holding her up in the shower and you clean her off and you hand her back to mom right there. Beyond that, yeah, <laughs> no. Okay, that's unacceptable all day, every day. Um, but FBI breaking down doors, yeah, seems pretty serious on Joe's end. I'm sure he wants to recuperate that very badly because if true, If that leaks out and they show those pages, it's going to show what he truly is. It's going to show the monster that he truly is. And then all Democrats, if that actually happened, and all independents and anybody who was a Republican that was, oh, Trump, you know, his tweets are so mean. Well, congratulations. You went from somebody who may be opinionated and you may not like what he has to say, so you're not real fond of what his opinions or the way he expresses himself is, to putting a pedophile in the White House. So, good job on that, if that's the case. I hope, for the children's sake, it's not. Because they're the true victims here. They're the ones that get damaged when things like this happen. But, on the other hand, a little bit of justice for those kids would be to expose that monster and whatever needs to happen to him happens. And that about wraps it up for me. 
it is Tuesday. It is very, very busy. I, I, it's hard to know what stories to talk about anymore. There is so much going on. Uh, I'm trying to see if I have the time. You know, I like I work a full time job plus do this and father of four. You're doing homework and schoolwork, and there's a lot going on. And uh, if I have the time, I'd like to increase the amount of episodes that I put out per week. Maybe I'll change over if I can find that I have the time and do something like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because there's just so much going on that. I could do three shows, no problem. There's so much material, you never run out. There's so many stupid people, and then there's just so much devastating things going on around the world that you know you could never run out of material. So we'll see how that goes. If you like what you're hearing, uh, please rate and review me. It would be a great help. You could write me a nice little review or put a five-star, whatever you feel is fair. Um, if you'd like to reach out to me, littlejocc.com. Go to the contact section. You can send me an email. If you'd like to follow me on Gab, I am at the Real Little Joe. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I am at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. Besides that, have a wonderful Tuesday. We will do it again on Friday.